<coughs> in game time, it has been a year or so since the chapter of Vebaba's since this chapter of Vebaba's history began. It all started with an elf, a long lost sealed box, and some greedy bullywugs. Little did this elf, Grift, realise he was to set in motion a series of events that would change his life forever, but the lives and fate of an entire world. Consumed by a darkness that was laying dormant in the sword, Grift was transformed into an evil servant of a long-forgotten elder god, Narphiliac. But the party Grift belonged to was not the same party as we know today, and those heroes found themselves in search of a way to break this curse and hopefully rescue their friend. This saw them arrive in the elven city of Elantalos, looking for a female elf named Boralof, who may have not only been able to help, but also wasn't all that she seemed. Uh, before this could be done, however, the city quickly came under siege from hordes of undead and demons, pushing this dreadful force onwards to the destruction of the city was Grift. The party escaped, and one of the refugees was Wolfer. Sadly, his family didn't escape, and while fleeing the, air, uh, fleeing the city, the airship... Um, and while fleeing the airship, the heroes were on was attacked by more demons. One of the party, Leaf, fell in the fight, but was brought back by Boralov, who had fled with them. However, in doing so, had forfeited her own life, as the energy drain was too great, and seemingly all hope had died with her. As she was the only one who knew a way to bring back Melnorus, another elder god, but one who was meant to be the opposing force to Narphiliac. We move forward and find HK, a Warforged construct. Mugnef, a scholar, and Leaf, a lovable but naked dwarf, teamed up with Wolfer, now in search of answers for how best to destroy this curse upon Grift and the sword and attempt to bring peace to the world again. This led them to Karn Lodir, uh, the home of the dwarves. Here they learned they might still be able to use Monoris's armor uh, and weapon to summon him. They took on a trial and won the favor of long past dwarven kings to recover his armor after which the city came under attack once more from Grift. It would appear that somehow he was able to track them. A long and bloody siege took place, and this time there would be no escape. It seemed like the battle for Karnlodi was lost, and indeed, Leaf fell in the battle. But after rallying the dwarves, the party managed to repel the attackers, and from here, uh, heavy artillery fire from above. Uh, the attackers turned and fled. Uh, a messenger from the docks arrived, Logan, uh, to see if Karnlodi still stood, and he was quickly taken in by the party. A trip to the Fey produced Malnoris' weapon, which was wielded by HK, and through many trials and tribulations, the party had no choice to seek a way to fix a badly damaged HK as the travel through the plains took a deadly toll on him. Uh, this saw us meet, for the first time, Narphiliac, who had escaped his prison in the Nine Hells while the long dormant body of another Warforge lost in the same hell HK was for centuries, where they'd hoped to have kept Narphiliac contained. We see HK destroyed by Narphiliac, and after entering the Tempest Dream, the spirit that inhabited HK known as Keenan, who was once an ASMR, returns in a newly created synthetic organic hybrid body. Uh, the party are then joined by an elven scout, Lily, who was sent to bring them to the Swamplands to the south for a meeting with the High Elves. It doesn't go well in terms of trying to broker an alliance or at least obtain some fighting forces to help their cause, but the Swamp Elves, the lesser equipped but hardier of the Elves, do agree to fight. If at least just so, they can get their home back from the stuck-up oppressors that the High Elves have come to be known as. Uh, making their way to Castleview, in an attempt to broker further alliances, they find themselves in yet another siege, this time from Narphiliac himself, in his true form, leading an army of devils and demons. After this battle, Keenan gains the favour of the god Pelor, and the party go about sending word for the forces of the free folk of the world to assemble to go north and retake Lancelot and destroy evil. They take a short hiatus to go on a trip to astral space, where, where through no fault of their own, uh, who should they stumble across but the Emperor himself, Emperor Malnorus, 
but he's not what he seems. Um, whatever good was once in there is now apparently corrupted. Upon their return to Vebaba after escaping the Empire, they finally make good on their promise to secure transport for the forces of good to cross the North Passage and invade Alantalos. And in the previous episode, after trying to find a way to end a curse in the North Passage, by which a ghost ship would, of course, havoc on any ship sailing those waters, the party put their plans into action, and with Coltar in custody, they headed out to sea. Predictably, a battle did indeed take place. The ghost ship of the Huntsman appeared and wasted no time at all in giving the fight what for. The opening volley saw the port side of the ship opened up like a can of sardines, and the crew took a right clattering. Logan in particular, who lost an eye due to this. Wolfer did, however, manage to talk the Huntsman into a type of alliance, and they returned triumphant to Kalbadi. While there, they secured even more ships to the assault of Alantalos and were forced to leave their airship, the Defiant, for repairs, totalling about three weeks after coughing up a few bob. To finish things off, the party headed to Castleview and met once again with Harriet. Here she was pleased to see them. Uh, they were invited to a banquet with her and the temporary lord of Castleview, Morigak. And that is just about everything up to date, I think. So, just a little bit of an overview, really. <laughs> Everyone's very quiet. I think we were just giving you your glory to get, get through that mammoth um, recap so we know where we're up to. It's a bit like, uh, a, bit like a short novel, that, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um... So we begin this episode, episode 36, uh, with you all in Parliament Square in Castleview. <coughs> uh, so if you remember right, um, I said obviously that Parliament building was still broken from the the attack on the city. Um, the dwarves are aiding in the repair. Um, outside of the city walls, there's a huge encampment full of uh, different um soldiers from all over the place, all human. Uh, the Dwarves of Carnlodia have come um, to obviously uh, fight as well. Um, and yeah, you're in Parliament Square. There's the tents set up to, you know, as a, a temporary command post while the, the Parliament building's being repaired. That's obviously going to take quite a long time. Um, in the main command tent, there's Harriet, Lord Morigak, uh, several knights all discuss discussing various topics. Um, if you were watching us last time or uh, have listened... No, you, no, you wouldn't listen to because we didn't save that episode. If you were watching us last time, obviously um, the stream went a bit wrong. So you, some of this may be a bit of a uh, going over the same stuff, but uh, bear with us. Um, yes, yeah, so a banquet's been planned for the evening where you can just discuss future plans with Harriet. But for now, Keenan is uh, leaving the party. Um, if anyone wants to go with him, you can. But he's heading to the temple in the northern section of Castleview, uh, that while it, was, while it was damaged, it survived pretty well against the siege. Uh, and the idea was Pel he was going to go and use the key of Pelor to talk, hopefully, with Pelor himself. He has some questions. Uh, so um, if anyone wants to go with him, just uh, shout. Um, otherwise, I shall assume it's just Keenan. Hey, Lily's going you? with him. Lily's going too, yeah. Um, using Logan's going to go as well. <laughs> Maybe a bit sheepishly after the murder he did um, in that area. <laughs> He'll be fine. He's going to literally swagger around the place. You know? Nobody saw you. Uh, yeah, no, no, no harm, no foul. Fine. 
Uh, well, when you arrive there, um, you let yourselves in and people sort of bow and nod at you and, you know, um, respectfully. Uh, using the key of Pelor, Keenan, you concentrate on his statue. Uh, anyone that's working here, fixing the roof, various priests are all watching on in awe as they see this radiant light travel through you as you begin to uh, glow. Uh, and the light spreads into the statue from your outstretched hand. Um, ethereal wings form on your back. Uh, what looks like circuit pathways on your body start to glow with a warm radiance. And into the room behind you, filling the room with light, Pelor appears. Uh, he's uh, stood in his white robes, um, his long white hair and well-kept beard, a cheery expression on his face. Uh, and as you turn to sort of see him, he claps his hand on your shoulder and he says to you, uh, Well met, champion. I've been kept busy with Narphiliac's containment, so I, I must apologise for perhaps not guiding you as uh, I would otherwise have liked to. Uh, you've summoned me here. Please do tell me, how may I be able to help you? Well... Uh... I got a few questions, if I may. We're a little bit lost and um, need a bit of guidance in what's going on. Williams, fire away. Well, I don't know how much you've been keeping tabs on what we've been up to, but we met with uh, Malnorips, and he turned out to not be fantastic. Um, so, basically, should we fear... Malnorus, Nathiliac, or, or even Grift more. Which of the three should we be more concerned about? Well, I do believe you have to concern yourselves with the most present danger, which is, of course, this Grift, um, as he is obviously possessing the sword of Nathiliac, which could be uh, proved to be quite a, a, a problem for your world. Uh... Narphiliac, of course, as, as you know, I have contained here in a demi-plane. And uh, although it's using an awful lot of my power, I am still able to contain him for, for now. But I wouldn't say I'll be able to do that forever. Malnorus, as long as he doesn't know the location of your world, will not be a problem. Well, uh, I don't think we left any clues behind, but you never know. He might find his way here. Um, we did actually have a few allies. Uh, do you know where perhaps Captain Keswick and his crew might be? Are they headed this way? I am afraid I'm not entirely sure of uh, particular okay. individuals uh, who are not within my sphere of influence. Okay. Uh, but um, one of the properties you could... Uh, channel some of the energy of the key and potentially he could answer that as a a question of the future I think you'd have to use one of the charges on the key I think when we set when I set the ice up there were charges available to it <laughs> yeah, um, per day or something when you get them back eventually um but I mean, yeah. If you, if you, let's say, let's say you did that. So you, you ask this, the question. If you say to, him, if I, you, you give him that sort of, that power from the key to try and give you information of the future, and he might be able to sort of um, go into himself for a while and yeah. come back to you eventually um, with the answer of um, those who you seek may return to you 
sooner than uh, sooner than later. However, it may not all be good news. Well, if Malnoros was going to find a way back here, it would be through them, wouldn't it? <sighs> all right. Um, do you know, perhaps, then, of a way, if we defeat Griff and uh, get hold of the sword, that we can either seal it away somewhere or destroy it to stop it falling into the wrong hands again? The, your best bet, I believe, for such an item of evil would be to take it to the Hall of the Titans. Um, Welcome I do not believe that Narfiliac could ever enter there if, uh, if he was able to. Um... Uh, so he wouldn't be able to possess it, but of course others may be able to find such the, the location of this place and enter themselves. So there are several trials that you must go through entering the halls, and uh, only those worthy would be able to do so. Um, I would, of course, be able to assist you there on any knowledge you may need ahead of that. But of course... In the Hall of the Titans, you can contact um, others, such as myself. Uh, especially if you can locate their keys. Moradin, for example, uh, could be contacted there, and he may be very helpful in this matter of destroying such an artifact. Um, Do you know where we might start looking for Moradin's key? I could certainly find information but I do not have it now um, and I will do my best to contact those that you uh, you've mentioned and as I say they uh, they uh, they could be in danger I don't know um, visions of the future or, or what's the what's to come are not entirely clear uh, as for now I do not know much information about them in the present but it's all information okay. I must find for you Great. Well, it's quite a lot to be getting on with. Um, I believe your first task should be to stop Grift, and we'll worry about absolutely. the rest after that. Yes. Okay. We'll um, we'll do our best. How do I sign off to a god? <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for your time. Time. <laughs> Why then? <laughs> Actually, I thought I might check out the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, I think um, I think that when you finish your questions, you'll probably bow to him and you'll bow to you, and perhaps he would walk the te you know around the cathedral and and just see what's going on, and maybe vanish off back to his plane. Of existence. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh yeah. Oh. Did we hear what he was saying to Keenan? Or... Yeah. If you're if you're if you're there, it wasn't a private conversation. If you so, were there, so it wasn't like a, a spiritual. We could hear him. We could see him. No, no, no. He physically appeared. Uh, everyone in there, because that's why everyone was in awe. Like, oh my I god! See. You know, he's he's summoned this this god. So. Um. So yeah, I mean, you, you would be there. I mean, you could have been gathered round and you could have even asked him questions yourselves if you wanted to. Um, 
interesting. It's not too late. You, if you're there, I mean, if you want to ask him anything, you can before he. Oh no! Just so I, so I know if Lily could have a conversation with Keenan about what they said, or if yeah, yeah, go not. for it. Go so Keenan, what do you, what do you think? Him. What do you think we should do about the other kids that he said? Should we focus on them first before we continue? Well, I think he. He said that we should deal with Grift first, and then once we've got the sword away from him, he can't be causing any more damage. Mm -hmm. Well, and then we can seek a way to contain it or destroy it, or um, or, or contain or destroy both Malmoris and Nathiliac indefinitely. Mm -hmm. But I think we need more power than Pelor alone has, so maybe we need to seek other other and keys also, and other gods. I'm not, or I could take it. I like a new sword. That was my next point. <laughs> well, you want a lozenger there? How we are going to detain? <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to do Logan's voice, but you know. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> okay, Logan. So that's my next point. How we we will manage to keep it safe without tempting anybody to take control of it. Yeah. I'll hold it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So maybe. I don't know maybe if, if we can find a way before we just... I mean, do you know what though? I haven't, I haven't actually considered this, but Xenanton, in Xenanton's form, he probably could pick up the sword without any ill effects. Sorry, Volta's not there. I'm now playing Logan because I've got his character sheet. So Xenanton oh, might be interested in the sword eventually. Uh, but for now, he's not aware of things. <laughs> I left Xenanton out of it on, on purpose. Right, right. You know. I didn't realise you were being. Uh, I didn't realise you were being um, Logan there. <laughs> Trying to be. That's why I thought. Ooh, shiny sword. I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, <laughs> I, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> we're just gonna go back in a huge circle. <laughs> so, from what I can, what I've been told, uh, the sword causes issues if you would, if you pick it up or you try to wield it. So I don't think we should do that. But we do, I think we have a, a bag of holding, right? Yeah. Logan has it. Maybe uh, I could carry yes. that for a while. Yes, pass it to me. I'll put it in the bag of holding. Yeah, Logan, you, you have already lost an eye. Are you sure you want to lose more things? <laughs> At the minute, Logan's quite happy to lose as much as you can chop off. Uh, <laughs> 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 he might not be happy when he gets back, but... For now, he's fine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, that was a point, actually. Um, we did we did have that conversation before the summer holiday break. Um, Lily, I believe you potentially have access to a spell that can fix it. Keenan, I do you have... definitely have access to the ability to fix it with the key. No, I do you have, have a, an access. And I do have an access. Yes, I can do it. Yeah. If we, if we have, like, because... We were saying it depends how how long we have where we are before we continue. It's also one of those spells. Now, as you know, I don't. I'm not anal on um, spell components. I just assume we. Just, I always say we, we assume that in like downtime, if you're in a, a town or a city, you would your character in their downtime as part of that would go off and acquire the bits they need. But um, for spells such as that, I think it's got quite expensive components. A prayer um, wheel and the holy water. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
One of those restoration spells has some pretty... Um, no, it's regenerate. It's not restoration. Regenerate, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was say, I, I, for that sort of thing, where it is an expensive spell to cast, I would say we, we would probably do a bit of role play or a, a side adventure yeah. to get the bits. But, um, no, but yeah, this is what it fine. needs. So if you're happy, I'm happy to swap it. Yeah, yeah. If you want, if you have the ability to do that and you want to do that to I help do them out, have the ability, cool. yes. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. How hacked off would Steve be if once you healed him, I put his eye out with a cocktail stick? <laughs> and I you will give him too many eyes. You, you know <laughs> I can. You know I can do regenerate every day and multiple. Let me see how many. Oh, I'll be fine then. I'll I'll go and uh, get him wind up with pickle onion catching. I can do it one stage. <laughs> uh... <coughs> Head by the table of cheese and pineapple square cubes. <laughs> So what did Lily want to talk to Keenan about then? Let's, uh... that, just, uh, that, that was, uh, <coughs> so, you know, about the keys and I don't know, I know that he said to take the sword first, but if we don't have a way to keep it safe without possessing any of us, then maybe it is worth it to try and find the keys first before. I know we are short of time, but if we go there and we don't have a way of keeping it safe without possessing us, then I don't know how helpful this will be. I'm just hedging my bets on the hope that we can get it into the bag of holding. Although, then how do we get it out again? Well, Keenan, you would know that the sword was in a box. A sealed, completely sealed box. Uh, and, okay. And... It, you would probably know because I mean you were probably there when the sword was taken from Narfiliac in the first place and then you were sent to get rid of it all you know bury it in hell and all that sort of jazz um, yeah. you'd probably know that as long as you're not physically touching it you're okay so as long as like you wrapped it up in like like, like the like the plant fear in Lord of the Rings if you if you wrap it up in a robe it, it can't do you any harm so if you had a big cloth and you could wrap it up and then you could put it in something um, where no one can physically touch it. It's just that physical touching of it. Yeah. So if I wore really big oven gloves, I could wield it. <laughs> to be honest, you're doing a very good job of that. <laughs> we can always try. It's not a bad plan. As long as you're mm. always wearing gloves. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. If it is uh, safe to do it, then yeah, um, let's do that. And make sure yeah, that I mean, Logan doesn't know. go near it. Keenan would probably know that you, there is a way of doing it. It's, he, he would have seen it as HK before. Okay, then. Yeah, that's fine. What would you like to do? Is there anything you want to do before we go on to the, the, the banquet idea? Or um, how do you want to do things? So for me, I'm just going to, since we are in the temple, I'm just going to say a prayer and give like a small donation to my goddess, uh, even though we are in a different, but just to give me strength and uh, help me, you know, continue with this mission and just get mentally ready about everything. It's not just a cathedral to like Pelor either this. So wh what, who is your goddess that you need to go for? Because I would, there are there are like um, statues to all different deities in here. It's not like a single worship place. She's the um, 
Where do I have it? Uh... We want I will find ones. it, I will tell you. Uh, she's, yeah. uh, the... One of the common ones the elves would take is something like Melora or something like that. No, I'll find no, it. That's cool. Again. Never mind. Oh, yes, yep. sorry. It is Melora, yeah. Yeah, there would be a there would be a, a an idol to her in here. You could you could pray to. Um and I think um praying to her you might uh, feel uh, a certain radiance from from her idol and you can have five additional hit points, temporary hit points. Oh, thank you. Um but yeah, there you go. Um well, I mean, if if you're not gonna worry, is there anything else you want to do, or do you want to move on a little bit? No. So, for the if you tell me how long we are staying there, so if if we stay there and we have two short two long rests, I will swap my my spell. I will do the long rest, then I will do regenerate to Logan. Then on the next long rest, I will swap my spell again, and then I will have all of my spells. Uh, you would know it's that you don't have time for a long rest because you've got this banquet you're going to be taken to. Um, what about after the banquet? Well, maybe after the banquet. Maybe. Maybe. Um, it's he, fine. He lost his eye. He, he lost I his eye before. I can eat cocktail sausage with one eye. You could. You need how many? So you need how many long rests do you need to get the spell? Two. Two One to get rests, it, so. then uh, like I can do it once, but then I will not have a powerful seven. You would have had a long rest, leaving um, Calbadi coming to Castleview in that last episode. So that would have been a long rest there. Uh, so so I have one. swapped it. Then I gave it. I did regenerate to Logan, and now <laughs> okay. I will need a second one to swap up. My... So let's say in the temple, or in the in the in the cathedral, you find a quiet space, and you take Logan aside and you you cast the spell, and um, and Logan gets his eye back. Is it after a certain amount of time, or is it instant? Let me see. I think. I, I presume. I think it's instant from what you said before. Let me uh, Casting time one minute. Yeah. So you cast the spell, and and Logan uh, gets his his eye back. Um. And you're just going to need another long rest to get that uh, swap yeah. around again. Yeah. Um, but uh, you sort of spend a little bit of time there. And as you leave the cathedral, Logan's baby's all like, oh, my God, I can see back out that eye again. How weird. Um, uh, uh, a wagon pulls up um, with a canopy over the top of it, uh, like an old Western-style um, wagon sort of thing, uh, with um, a rather disheveled-looking driver couple of horses and uh, he looks down at you all. afternoon my lords and lady I'm here to take you to the banquet would you like to hop on hi let's go where is Walder I presume he's with you I didn't go to the temple but I could have joined them later yeah uh, if you're not there he will Come and are you gonna are you at the Parliament Square or have you gone on? Yeah, I just stayed behind because I didn't fancy it. <clears throat> going too near to a god for a little while. Yeah, that's fine. For so uh, various reasons. Yeah, <laughs> but as I say, by early afternoon you're all met or 
reassembled and loaded onto this wagon. Um, given the warmth of the summer's day, uh, as we can all appreciate at the moment, I'm sure, it's not the most comfortable situation you found yourselves in, but you are taken south to a beautiful camp next to the King's Lake. Uh, it's a couple hours ride and you arrive mid-afternoon. Um, when you arrive, it's like a, it's like a festival. Uh, there's ale, there's wine, there's cider, it's all flowing. People of nobility are here as well as generals and captains of the assembled forces. There are soldiers here, a, a force of soldiers. And they're sort of on guard, patrolling, uh, just making sure that while there's dignitaries about that they're, uh, they're well looked after. Um, and you notice across the camp, King Razanog conversing with several others with a, a horn of ale in his hand. Um, and some of the swamp elves have also come along. Um, whether they were invited or decided to uh, just turn up and gate crash, but they've come and they've started a, a wrestling match. Um, they've sort of chucked some water from the lake onto the grass and made a muddy bog, and they're uh, having a mud a mud fight, mud wrestle, which seems to be um, entertaining quite a few of the assembled dignitaries. Um, but the atmosphere is joyful. Uh, as I say, it's, it's like a festival of music being played. And as the sun goes down over the lake, uh, bonfires go up and a huge table is laid on the shore of the lake uh, with various fruits, vegetables, barbecued meats. Um, there's jugs of ale and wine all over the table. Uh, servants come round refilling glasses and everyone's having a great time. Uh, you're sat at the far end of the table with Harriet. Um, not long after sitting down, uh, King Rasnog will arrive at his seat at the head of the table as he is the most senior member here. Um, and he doesn't sit straight away and everyone sort of stands to him and he raises his horn up uh, and he says, uh, my lords, my ladies, sort of slurring as he does so, it's my honour to host this feast tonight and raise a toast and he looks down the table at all of you and nods to the devil's bane. That's not how I come to know them, but they've certainly earned the title. Uh, we want to thank ye, not just to the defence of Khan Lord here, but the gathering of resources to aid us in the upcoming assault on Elantalos. <laughs> you fine warriors have brought... <coughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You fine warriors have brought my kin together once more with the honourable men of Castleview to again rekindle old bonds in war. And he raises a, a horn in their direction and uh, they all sort of raise theirs and, and sort of cheer in hip hip. Um, uh, you've also brought us an unlikely ally, 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 for which we are truly grateful, the Swamp Elves. And they just go, hey, yeah! yeah, calm down in the back there, calm down, right? <clears throat> the more <clears throat> grateful and less so stuck up their own ass cousins of the High Elves, of which we find ourselves racing to the aid of. So I thank ye, and someone comes over and says, Maybe you should just sit down, my lord. He goes, Aye, aye, yes, all right then. Uh, eat on, thank you very much. And he, he sits, well, more than he falls into his chair and just starts stuffing his face. Um, and as he sits down, the music restarts, and so does the feasting. Um, so it's a nice warm summer's evening. Uh, the sun's dipped below the hills on the opposing bank, uh, and with the lights of the fires, it's uh, it's quite it's quite nice, really. There's candles on the tables. Um, 
The occasional drunk soldier will pass by and offer you congratulations, you know, on on all your deeds. Uh, Welcome's going to have one of absolutely everything and six of every beer. Why not? That's what it's there. He's going to get well and truly bladdered. He could even enter into a drinking competition with uh, King Razalog himself if he wished to. (laughs) I I think it'd be rude not. Lily I think it'd be rude that. not to. Yeah, why not? Um, also, Lily before, can do that. Yeah, you could do whatever you like. But before anyone gets up and disappears, Harriet's going to sort of, sort of get you all huddled in a bit as uh, as, as, as she can. Um, and uh, so, can you tell me? We haven't really had much chance to speak properly. What did you find out? So, what what you said you were on some sort of a a ship which took you um, up there, as you put it. Um, you spoke of allies. Um, I'm, I'm desperately trying to remember that previous episode of what she's already asked you and what she hasn't asked you. Um, what, what, what did you find out there? And and um, the naval forces. Um, you said there was a, a, a plan for assembly of naval forces on boats to take the forces across. I, I need to know about that. Uh, and I will give you the plans from the scouts as well, what they've discovered. Um, but why don't you fill me in on what you know first? Well, ever forth this vice, we, we have fought a great battle to free up the navies of the outer islands to come to our assistance, and we are confident that they will be sent across to aid us. And whichever shipping comes into the area will also be sent. We should have a host of boats to come, I think. Hmm? Excellent. Well, what I shall do is I shall uh, I shall have to uh, organise some gold to be sent from Castleview to Calbaddy first thing, uh, and um, make sure that the funds are there for the captains and their ships and the crews uh, to secure whatever deal it is that you have brokered. You think this would be uh, a, a, a poignant? Do you think that'd be a good idea? I, I think that's. <laughs> Excellent idea. I'm surprised we didn't think of it first. No time. Okay. Um, well, I, yeah. Gold always helps secure things. So, but if you if you're confident a deal has been struck, then I'm sure they will hold their word. I think we're quite confident, aren't we, Gang? Excellent. Okay. Yeah. You can take that science as yeah. silence as absolute confidence that we are. I, I think Lily is a little bit tipsy, so it's <laughs> like, yeah. Yes, I, I did. Yes, I know all about it. I can see that you've been uh, drinking since you got here, and probably on the carts down here as well. Oh, I says. <laughs> Not on the cart. I am la- a lady. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we never cart and drive. Drink. Yeah, that one. <laughs> 